thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 44 If the dull substance of my flesh were fought, injurious distance should not stop my way. From them, despite a space, I would be brought from the limits far remote where thou dost stay. No matter then, although my foot did stand upon the farthest earth removed from thee, for nimble thought can jump both sea and land as soon as think the place where he would be. But ah, thought kills me that I am not fought, to leap large lengths of miles where thou art gone, but so, but that so much of earth and water wrought, I must attend time's leisure with my moan. Receiving naught by elements so slow, but heavy tears, badges of Ivor's woe. There was Sonnet 44 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. Quite a nice do 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 one, that one. That's the official <laughs> term for it. I'm Mark Chesley, and I am joined by the bespect... I've had bespectacled. No, uh, by yes, the very straight-toothed I'm going to go with this time. You okay. do. You have a very yeah. kind of American kind of smile to you. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. But my name is Jerry Healers. Yeah. For, for those of uh, you who are listening in for the first time, there are 43 episodes before this. Yes. So do go back and listen to those as they well. They are just as good as this one, if not better. If this one's bad, they're all better. <laughs> uh, so we, should, we should go with that. Yeah. So this, this solid is a very... Uh, I think we said before it's quite a shallow simple sonnet it's basically saying if I were made of thought I could be with you always because it wouldn't matter where you are I could be there instantly is basically what he's saying Did you have... but it is a killing thought it is yes, yes. he says thoughts the, kill me uh, but our thought kills me that I am not thought which I think he means in sense of of it pains me it hurts me my own thoughts have thought of this wonderful way that I can be with you but then the, my thoughts remind me that I am not made of thought and therefore I'm pants um, <laughs> except for Shakespeare didn't use the word pants I don't know why it's quite a poetic term and pants um, just for the American listeners uh, we mean underwear in this country so when something is pants we're saying it's underwear and um, by pants it's a bit rubbish you know underwear with holes in it why, why, what is pants in American English? It's trousers Oh. Yeah, in American English, pants is trousers. They have pants and underwear, whereas we have trousers and pants. That's weird. It is. Americans should speak proper English. It is. And, and they also don't know what a jumper is. So if I talk about my wonderful banana jumper that I'm wearing at the moment, they have no idea what a jumper is. Uh, to them, a jumper is... is well, they just call it sweater. They call it sweater, yeah. yeah. Weird Americans taking our English and then changing just little bits, just enough to confuse us. And to confuse them. See, that makes me wonder what they call it. Is it Australia? Do they say jumper and pants? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. We need Australians to tell us. Australians, what do you call your underwear? Do you call them underwear or pants? This is a vital question. Or, or, or kiwis. They would just... Was it? They, they say the they say an E instead of A. Do they? Is that the kiwi accent? I don't know. I'm not... I'm terrible on... on accents oh it's the other way around i know they call they say they say they say an r instead of an e okay shut hippins okay the the only only australian thing i know is that they call flip-flops what we we call flip-flops they call thongs as in th or f th thongs whereas thongs thongs in british english is the skimpy underwear that women wear with the bit that goes down the butt crack so yeah the more you know 
more power you have. That's that. That's bound to lead to some confusion when you go abroad. Yes, and I'm wearing my thongs today, <laughs> but you're a man. Exactly, exactly. And and a rubber in British English is a condom. Um, no, not not no, a... no yeah yeah uh, no a, yeah yeah in, yeah. Hang on, no. Which way around is it? A rubber? No, a rubber in American English is a condom, whereas a rubber in British that's English the way. is the... the thing we is an eraser. It's what we use eraser to thingy. rub out things. Yeah. Uh, but we we do. Uh, 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 rubber Johnny, on the other hand, is a condom. Just to really confuse things. It just, uh... Random things. Sorry, Sonic Forty Four. <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 We... Oh yeah, Fort kills. We were talking about Fort kills me, but yeah, he. I don't think he means literally kills. He means hurts, pains. Yeah, it, it upsets yeah. Me. That's that's the way I would read it as well. But. There's really not much more to this sonnet than than what we've already said in the first three minutes of this this podcast. I mean, he, he uh, God, he he does mention sea and land. I guess that could be the two elements, earth and water. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Maybe maybe he's coming back to the other two in the next sonnets. I I think it's more. I mean, he's used it twice in this. The idea that um, I. When he, if he were made a fort, he'd be so nimble. Nimble fort can jump both sea and land. But later on, um, it becomes earth and water. Um, but so much of earth and water wrought, so earth and water become his his prison, I guess, in a sense. I did. I I I, I cheated and I looked ahead. <gasps> oh, this... Just 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 now, and Sonnet Forty Five starts with spoiler alert. The other two, slight air and purging fire. Ah, okay. So he's gone for the classic so, so element. These two are the four elements that he combines over two sonnets. That that kind of makes sense. Still not sure why, but that he does. I, I guess you can't have a series of sonnets without the four elements. Yeah, there's there's such a classic idea. They have to go together. That you need to have them. Yeah. Yeah, I I once had someone ask me um, when we would. This was someone who was working in the education setting. Um, uh, as an editor, asking me if, when we were talking about elements being, you know, periodic table of elements, if when what we meant was fire, earth, air, and water, and and yeah, worrying. What? Yeah, they were of the belief still that everything in the world was made up of a various combinations of fire, air, earth, and water. That's wow, insane. Yeah. This is what you get if you hang around on conspiracy sites. You get a really warped view of the world. How do... <laughs> I, I want to find the people that believe other elements beyond the four classic ones are just conspiracy. <laughs> There's no such thing as copper. <laughs> Plutonium is just a version of fire. <laughs> it's fire with a very little amount of water and a little bit of earth. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it makes chemical equations a lot easier. Those, those <laughs> always hurt my. Just, uh, I hate that those. Yes. I, I didn't. Chemistry didn't last long in my brain. I, I didn't like it. I liked chemistry, but, but chemical equations just. Uh, do you say chemical? No. That's quite a nice way. Chemical. So. How do you say chemical. it? C H E M. Chem. Chemical. But I quite like chemical. Chemical sounds a bit like chemical. Um, chemical. Like it's camshafts and stuff. Like like it's made up of 
that's that's what was in my head. I like your your little mispronunciations. They they make my brain go off in different directions. <laughs> it's good. I'm not I'm not taking the mickey out of you. No, I'm fine. laughing with you. It's all fine. I don't mean it in a in a. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. You're just being bad. Yeah. Wait wait until you find my other podcast. Stupid things Thierry says. <laughs> <laughs> They're now making it into a sitcom. Hid- hidden somewhere. <laughs> I would love that. That's a sitcom of your life. Yeah, it, 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 as long as it's better than shit my dad says, because that was a failure. I refused to watch that. Fundamentally, it was. I, I I watched it mainly because of William Shatner being a dickhead in that. Okay. Because he played the dad. <laughs> but I think they made like ten episodes, and the ratings were so bad that they just gave up and cancelled the show. Just to prove that when someone goes, "I've got a successful Twitter stream," let's turn it into a sitcom. It's not a good idea. It's not, yeah. But then, the, I mean, it was essentially his life. <laughs> the, the show was was actually the guy moving in with his dad, and then his dad just saying stupid stuff. Wow, that's that sounds like a perfect sitcom. It's yeah, ah, bizarre. Um, uh, we we're just catching up as friends on this podcast, aren't we? Rather than <laughs> pretty much by this point. I mean, they, they, uh, I, I did, I just checked a link from Wikipedia to one of the um, cliff notes um, to, to see what else we could say about Sonic 44. And they literally had a paragraph going, if I was made of fort, I'd be able to go anywhere and always be with you. And it's just, oh, dearie me. Which, which we covered in the opening. Yeah. And the, the Shakespeare's-sonnets.com, which tends to have very, very good analytics, um, <laughs> literally says the same it says if my body could travel with ease and al christity with which my thoughts are al christity uh, a l a c r i t y al alacrity 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 it's not a word i've come across before alacrity let's get the american to say it the american on dictionary.com Apparently, it means brisk and cheerful readiness. Awesome. It must be a lack That's what Google says. Alacrity. Alacrity. So I did get there in the end. Uh, which my thoughts? I could be with you wherever you are, but the fort itself, that my body is not a fort, <laughs> not fort and, is not, and does not have the ability to travel everywhere, is a killing fort. Being so much composed of two heavy elements uh, from water, I must patiently wait until you return. The only profit received, the only profit received from these two coarse elements is the heaviness of tears, which bear witness to both my sorrow and yours. That I guess we have that in the closing line, but heavy tears, batches of either were. Yeah, but that's that's essentially it. This might actually be the simplest sonnet that <laughs> there is, and in it's such a simple sonnet. Why have we not heard it before? Because it is quite nice. the The idea behind it's really nice. It's simple. Why do we always teach kids Sonnet 18? Why not Sonnet 44? There's not enough to say about this one. I mean, if if I was an English teacher, I wouldn't choose a sonnet where the lesson would be finished in two minutes (laughs) and just go, well, that's it, kids. Pack up, go have lunch or go home or whatever time of day it is. But it would be, it's a good introduction sonnet, surely. Because it it follows the rules. The, The rhyming rules are all there. The meter's there. So I think it's quite a nice introduction sonnet. I guess so. You don't want to make it easy for kids. 
If if I was an English teacher, I would just screw with them. I would choose like the one we did before, the one with the shadows, shadow <laughs> and forms form. Just make them read that out loud. Make it, yeah. everyone must read this without mistake before you can leave tonight. There's just a little girl left at the end of the day going, but but it was it was McDonald's night tonight, and my mummy was gonna buy me some chicken nuggets. Read the sonnet. I want chicken nuggets. Oh, I love the idea that people have a McDonald's. Well, I don't love the idea. It's a disgusting idea that people have a McDonald's night, but I'm sure people do. I don't have it, but we have. I have oh, a. T- I have a pizza just... night, where I'm only allowed one pizza a week, um, and I have a pizza night. Oh, I just. Oh, I found out that the Domino's that delivers to my house has a hygiene rating of three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially we it's... found rat droppings, but couldn't find the rats, isn't it? <laughs> It's oh god! I mean, most places. I mean, there's, there's places on City Road, which which for people who've never been to Cardiff, it's one of the main takeaway streets, basically. And several places have zero. Wow! Which 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 pretty much means you you are cooking in shit, and we need to shut this place down. Now. What amazes me is they've got that rating, and they still stick it in their window. It just well, it's at the moment it's not mandatory. I think they're trying to make it mandatory to display it in the window. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many. If if you go on, um, I think it's ratings.food.gov.uk. Okay. And you you can just either look for a city or for a specific place. And Cardiff is just. I'm, I I didn't look any other cities up, but there's so many places with zeros and and ones. One means they're still allowed to be open. That's just wrong. But it's just, yeah. Wow, don't go to ratings.food.gov.uk right now because there's a server error. <laughs> I, I think that's... I'm, I'm doing it from memory. Just try food.gov.uk and there's a link on top that takes you to the ah, hygiene ratings. There. Got it. Oh, I'm going to have fun looking at these in a minute. But it's... Yeah, just just go through the places that you you usually eat at and then... I mean, I'm, I I decided to not have takeaway again. <laughs> I'm never, We've never going to have mean, it. Even big brand names like... Um, we, we have one coffee number one. That's uh, a three, which, which is a coffee chain here in Cardiff. And in uh, Gloucester for some reason. I'm not sure why they have one there, but... What, coffee number one? It's, it's only a small yeah, chain. There's, yeah. There's, yeah, there's one in uh, in Gloucester. Yeah, 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 there is. Nearby your old workplace. I'm not, I'm not sure why... Maybe because so many people from Cardiff go to Gloucester that they miss their coffee. <laughs> we must, we must have coffee. We must have the nice coffee. Quite possible. And I feel that right now we are, we are just chatting as friends rather than pretty, pretty much. I think we've, we said everything about the sonnets that we could possibly say. If, if there is something clever going on in this sonnet that we haven't spotted that you have, or, or if you have an inkling there's something clever, like it's all a big anagram of of. I am Shakespeare, you must worship me, or something like that. You know, read it backwards and there's a satanic message. If you play backwards, it's a Satan incantation. Yeah, let us know. But I'm fairly sure this is the most standard sonnet we've got so far. But you do have some information. If you're in the UK, you now know how to check the food rating of your local takeaway. Which, you know, it's good. It's good to know these things. You, sh- you should do that. I'm going to do that now. After we finish recording, I'm going to check out my takeaway. The one that we just, just uh, watch food inspectors as well. They've been to so many places in Cardiff; it's hilarious. <laughs> really? Oh no! They they went to was it two episodes ago? They went to uh, a, a, a hidden bakery on Clifton a Street. A hidden bakery. Yeah, because people could smell bread, but there wasn't a bakery. It was just a boarded up house. 
So the, one of the food inspectors from the council, which is people who don't know, food inspectors are basically council staff who go around and check restaurants and, and give the hygiene ratings or shut places down if it's too bad. Blimey. And one, one, one woman from the council went in there and they did just a really, really dirty place where they were baking bread. <sighs> And they, they tried to find out whether they were actually selling it to shops. And they just like, no, 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 it's just for sampling. Just for sampling. It's, yeah, that's yeah. going to work. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's an interesting, if you're in the UK, I, I do recommend watching Food Inspectors. You, you yeah. It's quite an interesting program. I, I think I will. I, I... They, they, they do also show you how they make like pre-prepared food, like how sandwiches work. If you buy a, sand, a pre-made sandwich in a shop, how those are made it's insane the the hygiene control that goes into that it's utterly insane okay see it's good to know these things i i i don't know these things so it's good to know but i think it's time for you to read the sonnets i'll read us read out the sonnets i'm gonna stumble so i the last one went so well <laughs> it'll be fine uh sonnet 44 if the dull substance of my flesh were thought Injurious distance should not stop my way, for then, despite of space, I would be brought from limits far remote where thou dost stay. No matter then, although my foot did stand upon the farthest earth removed from thee, for nimble thought can jump both sea and land as soon as think the place where he would be. But ah, thought kills me that I am not thought to leap large lengths of miles when thou art gone, but that so much of earth and water wrought, I can. I must attend time's leisure with my moan, receiving naught by elements so slow, but heavy tears, badges of either's woe. Excellent. That was Sonnet 44 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter for more, you know, just conversations about friends and food hygiene and stuff, um, at Nufkin. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we will see you again next time for even more fun sonnets with Sonnet 45. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hillis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.